0: Welcome. In Parshas Mamidbar we read about the Machanais. that is that B'nai Yisrael were divided into four camps, each camp consisting of three Shvatim, and these camps were placed around the Mishkan. Let's see the Pasuk. Each al-Diglo, each, literally each person, it really means each group of Shvatim, al with his flag the osos with signs to the houses of their fathers yachanu benei yisrael the Bnei yisrael will encamp neged, across or far away as rashi and others explain saviv la oil around the oil moyed yachanu it doesn't mean they're very far away but rashi says they were uh, from the from the Mishkan to the outer edge of the of the camps was a mill, was uh, something uh, was a little less than a, our modern day mile. Uh, so it was uh, they were at a fair distance, uh, not uh, somewhat of a di- of a distance from the Mishkan. We'll talk more about that later. Let's take a look at how Rashi explains the word baosos with signs. What are these signs? Apparently, these degolim, these flags, had some sort of a sign on them. So Rashi says, Degal Degel, each of the flags, or from Rashi, it, we'll see in a moment, from Rashi, it, it sounds perhaps that the word Degel really means a flag pole. Called Degel, each pole, had a sign on it, it had a colored mapa, a colored uh, cloth, a colored banner hanging from it. So you see here that the word degel seems to mean, according to Rashi, the pole, rather than the cloth flag itself. But anyway, there were, there were these colored, colorful colored flags. Sivay shalzeh, The color of this one was not like the color of that one. So for example, the, the color of Machne Ruvain, of the, the, of the camp that was headed by the tribe of Ruvain, was not like the color of the Machne Yehuda, of like the three tribes that were headed by by Shevet Yehuda Tsevah kol echod the color of each one like the color of his stone that was set in the Choshen the king Godel wore a Choshen a breastplate which had in it 12 stones one stone for each of the Shvatim and each was a a different kind of precious stone that had a different color so um, Degel Machene Yehuda, they had a stone which was the, the same color as the stone of Shevet Yehuda in the Choshen. And Degel Machene Don, with the flag, had a color, the same color as their, as the stone of Shevet Don, and so on. Rashi says, and from this, Each person could recognize his Degel. You didn't have to look around too hard figure out where you were supposed to go. You knew that your color was blue or green or whatever it is, and it would be easy to find your place. This is what Rashi says. He says later a different explanation. I would like to focus on this one. First of all, uh, Rashi is, um, Rashi's opinion here is in no way uh, a unanimous opinion. There are alternatives to Rashi's explanation. Uh, the Ibn Ezra and, and others they quote a medrash which says that each Degel had a certain picture on it, which represented the tribe that was the leader of that Degel. So here we'll see the Ibn Ezra says that on Degel Reuven, on the flag of Machene of, Reuven, there was Suras Adam. There was a picture of a person, Midrash Dudoim. This is based on the, the story in Bracius that Reuven brought home to his mother a certain kind of. Flower or plant called Dudoim and Chazal say that these um, these plants have somewhat of a shape, like, like a person. So therefore, on the on the flag of Degel Ruven, there was some sort of a picture of a person. On Degel Yehuda, there was Suras Arye. There was a picture of a lion, because uh, uh, Yaakov, uh, when he gave his bracha to the tribe of Yehuda, he said Gor Arya Yehuda that, that uh, Yehuda is a Aryeh. that they have the, the uh, strength of a lion. The Degel Ephraim and the flag of the camp of Ephraim, Surah Shor, so that had a uh, picture of an ox, because uh, Yosef, who is the, 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 the father of Shevet Ephraim and manasseh about him it says, that the firstborn of his ox is uh, beautiful to him. That, that shape, those shvatim are compared to an ox, and Degel Dun and the flag of Machanet Dun of the camp of Dun, Suras Nesher. So that looked like an eagle. I'm not quite sure why Dun was like an eagle, but in, but uh, the, the the bottom line of the of the Yehven Ezra's uh, comment here is that the on each flag there was a picture which related to that uh, to the to the to that shavitz. Um, character, to that it's, uh particular personality, so to speak, etc. That's one option. Uh, perhaps one might say that uh, in terms of being an os, in terms of being a sign, perhaps that's a better sign than what Rashi says. I mean, you see a certain color. You say, that's my color. All right. But here you see a, a whole picture, that that has some connection to, to, the, to the leader of your Degel, maybe that's a better sign. But that's not what Rashi says, that's what the Ibn Ezra says. The, um, I had here before the Chizkuni. I've said this before, things tend to disappear on this site. I don't know why. If I set it up and then I walk away for a while, here it is. The Chizkuni says a different explanation, which is also said by some of the other mefarshim. Something very uh, creative. He says, on the, the golem was written letters which come from the names of the ovais. He says, Sat, how was this? On the flag of Reuven was written the letters Alef Yod Yod. On the second flag of, um, on the, second of the machanais was written Beis Sadi Ayin. On the third one was written Reish Khof Kof. And on the third, fl- on the fourth flag of the fourth machine of Machine don was written the letters mem kuf base. What's that got to do with anything? So he says, if you take the first, the first letter from each machine, so you get aleph base Resh, mem. You get Avram. If you take the second letter of each machine, you get yud sadi ches kuf. You get Yitzchak. If you take the third letter, so you get yud, ayin, kuf, base. You get Yaakov. And then he says, Yisrael, Avraham." The cloud uh, uh, formed the roof over Klal Yisrael. That somehow represented the hay in the in the name Avraham. So the Chisconi says, "What does it mean?" But osos that there were signs on these Degolim, there were letters like the word osios there were letters and the letters were were uh, were a rennes to the names of the ovis. again perhaps uh, perhaps this is um, a better sign than what rashi says even if it's not better uh, i think it's legitimate to ask why did rashi reject these alternative Comments. There's another. There's another explanation also that the Rishonim talk about. We won't go into that now. Why did Rashi uh, prefer his comment that the osos meant that each Mapa, each of the four, each of the four to kolim had a different color, corresponding to the color that 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 shaven head, that the leader of them of the machina had on the of Mishpat. So. One of the super commentaries on Rashi, the Be'er Mayim Chaim, written by Rabbi Chaim, the brother of the Maharal. So he says uh, just a few words. He says, V'chol After summarizing some of the other alternative opinions, so uh, the, the, the Sefer Be'er Mayim Chaim says, that's, that's all derech drash. That's uh, homiletic. Uh, indicating, uh, implying that what Rashi is saying, this is more this is closer to the pshat. How exactly this is closer to the pshat, I'm not 100% sure. I mean the word osos to me doesn't in particular uh, indicate to me that it has to do with colors rather than having to do with pictures or rather than having to do with words. So I think we need to understand why Rashi rejected these these other explanations. I think on the simple level, it's it's quite simple. That's why it's the simple level. The pasuk here is saying that these De golem, these flags, and these camps that were created that that Akadosh Baruch Hu commanded that they be created, so that so that Bnei Yisrael. This is how the Bnei Yisrael should encamp. Where were they? Saviv the oil Moed. They were around the oil Moed. This is not just telling us. Uh, how they should arrange themselves. It's how they should arrange themselves around the oil mayad. So it could be that Rashi understood from that that it was when, the, when the, this bus says, that there should be signs on the degolim, signs on the flags, it has to be something that's related to the Mishkan, something that's related to the oil mayad. Um, the Ibn Ezra's idea of putting pictures on them that relate to the uh, the, the the Shvatim, that doesn't relate particularly to the Mishkan. The Cheskuni's idea of putting Ramozim, putting letters that hint to the names of the three Avais also does not have any particular relationship to the Mishkan. Rashi says that each Degel was the color, the same color that that shape it had that on the Cheshen Mishvat. So if uh, if Degel, uh, if, if, if Shevet Yehuda had on the, on the Mishkan a, a stone that was blue, just for example, so then his flag was colored blue. This is a, 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 a sign, this is an os that relates to the Mishkan. So, this, I think, perhaps that's why Rashi preferred his explanation. Perhaps we can understand a little bit more that there is really a very important connection between the Togolim and the Mishkan, And it is as follows. Let's go first to this pasach. Actually, this one. Really, we can start with our pasach itself. I mentioned before that the Degolem, uh, Yachanu Bnei Yisrael, this is how the Bnei Yisrael should encamp, Mi Neged, far from the Mishkan. They are around the Mishkan, but they are at a, at a distance from the Mishkan. The institution of the Degolem constituted a a distancing between Klal Yisrael and the Mishkan. That is that is part and parcel of what these Degolem were. In other words, this commandment to establish these machanois these and these de in part, what it meant was that not every Jew could just go pitch his tent close up to the Mishkan. No, you had to keep your distance and you had to be in your place. Only the levim are allowed to be very close to the Mishkan. You, you keep your distance. We see this here in this passage, which says, me neged. We also see it in another pasuk, a little bit earlier, Perak aleph uh, pasuk nun gimel. It says, the mishkan The will camp around the mishkan edus, around the, the mishkan which contains the edus, which contains the testimony of the luchis. And this way, there will not be anger upon the congregation of B'nai yisrael." We'll come back to that in a moment. es mishkan and the Leviim will guard the, the guarding of the mishkan ha'edos. Now, what does it mean? What do we see from these words? V'lohiyah ketzef, that if you will do this correctly, that only the Leviim will encamp close around the, the mishkan. So then, v'lohiyah ketzef, then there will not be anger. Rashi says, imtasu ke if you will do according to my mitzvah, to arrange the camps in this way, lo yi then there will be no anger. The imlav, but if not, if foreigners, meaning non-leviyim, will enter into the Mishkan, and they will take over the avodah of the Levi'im, they will take over the roles that have been assigned for the Levi'im, yi ketzef. then there will be anger. Then HaKadosh Baruch Hu will be angered. As we see later, we find out that that took place in the days of Kherach. So We see here that the, the Leviim camping around the Mishkan close, this was in part a way to keep others farther away. We see also a Pasuk. This is Perik a little bit later from where we are. Perik Gimel Pasuk Ches es Eskol clay oil Mayed the Leviyim will guard all of the clay oil Mayed, all of the instruments of the oil Mayed, the Es Mishmeris B'nei Yisrael, and they will guard the Mishmeris B'nei Yisrael, which I'm going to translate here according to what I think comes out from Rashi, actually on a different Pesach. They will guard the watch of B'nei Yisrael, meaning they will do the job that B'nei Yisrael really should have done, a Vidasa Mishkan to serve the service of the Mishkan. Now here Rashi says, yes mishmeres b'nei Yisrael. The Levi'im will guard the mishmeres of b'nei Yisrael. Rashi says really all Jews really should have been attached to the needs of the Mikdash. Really the, the management, the daily functioning of the Beis Mikdash should have been conducted by all Jews. Everyone should have had a role in that. Ela, but, the Levium come, instead of them, in their shlichos, as, it, as you will see, if you look at some of the other psukim here, because B'nei Yisrael, because they sinned with the golden calf, therefore they, and particularly the B'chores of each family, the firstborn of each family, they lost their privilege of serving in the Mishkan, and instead the Levium were put there in their place. So Rashi says therefore, That's why we find that the leviim took maser, they took a tenth of every crop, bisharam as a payment, because they're doing the work that everyone else really should have done. Shnemer, as it says in a Pesach, later, in Sefer B'midbar, that the maser is a socher, it's a reward to the leviim, in exchange, for your service, meaning you, B'nai Yisrael, you really should have been doing this work in the Mishkan, but you, you messed up. You served the Egel You're not allowed to do it. Who's gonna do the work for you? You have to hire somebody to do it for you. The people you're going to hire are going to be the Leviim, and the salary you're going to give them is Maser. You're gonna give them a 10th of every crop. Now we see here that the Leviim. Serve in the base of Mikdash in place of, on behalf of everyone else, of all the B'nai Yisrael. I think it's not far fetched to say that if not for the Chet HaEgel, it's not only that everyone would serve in the base of Mikdash, but I, I don't think there would be De Golem either. I don't have an absolute proof to this, but I think it's really not, not far fetched to say that if not for the Chet HaEgel, so any Jew could go pitch his tent wherever he liked, as close to the Mishkan as he could get, and the Levium certainly have no particular uh, right to, to be any closer. It's only because the Levium took over from us as the servants in the, in the Mishkan, because of everyone else's sin, so therefore I believe, I think it's not, not far-fetched to say that that's why the Levium also have this privilege, they are allowed to encamp closer to the Mishkan, and everybody else is placed in these four, the Golem Mineged. They're at a distance. Now, this is um, one might call it a bitter pill to swallow for Kallah Yisrael. Um, really, we would like to see our King. We would like to. We would like to be close to a Kadosh Baruch There's a famous uh, saying from the uh, the Frer Dicker Lubavitcher Rebbe, the Sixth Lubavitcher Rebbe, a Jew no, doesn't want and a Jew cannot be separated from a Kodesh Baruch Hu. No one likes that. So how could this be done to us? I think the answer is that although we did have to physically move away from the Mishkan, everyone else except the Leviim, but there was a Cheshen mishpat. What is the advantage of the Cheshen mishpat? On the Cheshen mishpat, there were 12 stones. Each stone represented one of the 12 shvatim. Each stone had engraved in it the name, Reuven, Shem, and Levi, etc. And each stone was a particular type of precious stone with a particular color, as we have mentioned. Now the Pesach there in Parsha's Tetzavah says, that b'nei Yisrael, Arain will carry the names of the B'nei Yisrael Choshin HaMishpat He will carry those names on the Choyshin HaMishpat Alvivo on his heart o el HaKodesh when he comes into the Kodesh when he goes into the holy parts of the Beis HaMikdash he will be carrying at all times the names of the Shvatim L'zikoroin lifnei Hashem Tamid as a remembrance for them in front of Hashem, always. That means that even though, um, because of the Cheta Ego, the B'nai Yisrael really had to pull back from the Mishkan. They had to encamp in ford the Golem, which are Mineged, which are at a distance from the Mishkan. But by means of the Choshen, they were in the base of Mikdash all the time. They were in the Mishkan all the time. Every time the Qayyam Gadol put on his Cheshun mishpat, and he walked around and did different things in the Mishkan, he was carrying with them the names of B'nai Yisrael. It could be that this is relevant to the Rashi that we started with. According to Rashi, the Osos, the signs that were on the flag of each Degel were the same color as the colors of that shavit the So Degel Macheneh uh, Yehuda, their flag was the same color as the stone of Shevet Yehuda on the Choshen Mishpat. In other words, it comes out, whether Rashi really intends to say this is, is not really relevant in my humble opinion, but it comes out that according to Rashi, that built in to the Macheneys, built into these four Degelim was a remez to the Cheshen What is the remez? What is part of the content? What is part of the function of the Cheshen Amishbat? That the Cheshen Amishbat ensures that even though B'nai Yisrael do not enter the holier parts of the Beis HaMikdash physically, but through a remez, through a symbol, they do. They do enter all the time because their names are on the Cheshen Amishbat, and the Koyen Godel walks around in the mishkan wearing the choshen. So built into the structure of these Degolim, according to Rashi, was a remez to the Choshen Mishpat, which means that although the being in these uh, being arranged in these Degolim constituted a certain distancing of Klal Yisrael from a from the Mishkan, but not completely, because in, 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 um, because the flag of each Degel. Had a remez, had a hint to the Choshen of Mishpat, which represents that Chalai Yisrael is always present in a Kodesh Baruch presence in the Mishkan. Thank you for listening to Directions in Rashi with Yochanan Joseph, author of the book Directions in Rashi, available from Feldheim Publications. Production aspects were carried out by Minagain Music. Visit them online by going to facebook.com/minagainbmore.